The Matrix Minute, a podcast where we discuss the first film one minute at a time because, hey, we just we just love this movie. Hey, everybody, it's 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 the new year. It's January 1st. 2018. That's right. What in the world? And there's an elephant on? in the room because usually we would have the third person talking with us, but unfortunately, due to some family obligations, he's not able to attend. Um, and that is Tim, so it's kind of quiet here isn't it yeah it's gonna be this is the first time we've ever recorded without tim in the span of <laughs> yeah. the podcast but the luckily, good news is what is yes, it phil we have a guest to never give up and never surrender <laughs> with nice. us is alex thompson of galaxy quest minute yay thanks for having me guys <laughs> Don't do too much of it. You got to pay royalties. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh man, be careful. <clears throat> yeah, watch out. So hey, sir, welcome to uh, to the Matrix. Yeah, thank minute. you for coming out, and thank you so much for being on our podcast. Indeed, indeed, we're glad to have you. There and, is no podcast. Oh, you see, these, these philosophical things are the things we we're already we, getting philosophical we, we, at the yeah, beginning. We, we ponder about, but this this minute is definitely going to be. Just a lot of fighting, so that's going to be something. <laughs> the action returns. Yeah, and uh, before we head on to talk about what this minute is, wait, wait, I have to just apologize publicly that if I sound weird, I'm a little bit. I have a bit of a cold, so in case that comes through the microphone, yeah. I apologize. Can't help it. It's okay. It's cool, all right, cool. Jake. It's all right. Um. So, Alex, uh, maybe it would be a good time to, because I, I forgot that one time when Scott Corelli was on yeah. uh, and, I, and I totally forgot to, to ask these fundamental introductory questions. And uh, we, we waited all the way until the third episode to ask this, but in this case, no, I didn't forget this time. So Alex, tell us what, uh, how did you get in, you know, introduced to the, the matrix and, you know, what does it mean to you? How do you like, what's well, all about? Uh, I think I was relatively late to this movie. Um, oh. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I was taking some class in middle school that parts of it were kind of intro philosophy stuff. And so they brought in a DVD of The Matrix to kind of show us you know, some of the more philosophical scenes, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I think I probably maybe I'd heard of it at that point. Uh, but people who obviously had seen it were like, oh, yeah, let's watch the elevator, you know, the lobby scene and stuff like that. And I'm like, eh, what? Okay, no. And they're like, no, shut up. We're going to watch the scene where he talks to the kid and bends a spoon and so oh, on. Oh, yeah, so of course, of course. But then after that, I, I, I'm sure at some point I got it from Blockbuster and, and watched it and loved it and oh, watched it over and over again. Yeah. And yeah. R.I.P. Blockbuster. So yeah. when you first saw The Matrix, what were some of your initial reactions, if you can't remember... That far. When was back. that? Um, by yeah, the when way. did you actually? If you said you came late into the Matrix game, when was that? <laughs> Approximately. It still would have probably been early two thousands. I don't think okay. it, it, you know. I, I would say yeah, it was probably like a year, maybe two years after it came out. Oh, okay, that's it wasn't late. Though. Crazy. I thought you, I thought you meant late, like a yeah. decade later. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just like, I didn't catch it when it came out. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Neither did we because we were ten. I mean, I was ten. That is true. So, any, so when yeah. you saw it, what was your, what were your, some of your thoughts, like, of the film? I remember, general? yeah, I remember, I just, I remember it looking really cool. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, this was that prime period in time where everyone, you know, if you were just wearing that all black leather and flowy trench coats, you looked really cool, and that was what was cool at the time. So I just remember thinking everyone 
just looked so rad. And oh yeah, yeah. they definitely. Did. That was how I wanted to look, but I didn't have the budget or the or the cojones to actually dress like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, neither do we. What was the? I can't it's remember. An ex, though, it's an expensive enterprise. I think we yeah. talked about this before, but did the Matrix? Uh, this, we're repeating stuff. We're here, repeating, Jacob. We're repeating. I won't, I won't ask that question. It's a dumb question, anyway. <laughs> it's about fashion and it's boring. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, it was a cool looking uh, movie and cool. Definitely, the style costumes. is very out of its world due to its comic book, comic book, comic book <laughs> influence. Yes. Um, yeah. It's a wonderful film. So, would you say that the Matrix made? Uh, an impact on you in any way or was it just sort of like oh that's a cool movie and you sort of just yeah because like the sequels were going to be coming out really soon if it was the early 2000s in fact they might have been out already yeah it made an impact i guess in just in the way that it kind of leached into the pop culture you know and then i started seeing the references to it everywhere in scary movie and shrek and you know everything that did the the bending backwards thing and the bullet time thing yeah I guess, I guess once once you have that piece of pop culture in your in your vocabulary, then you see it referenced everywhere. I guess mm-hmm. that is true, though. I think The Matrix is probably one of the most referenced movies. It's it seems well in like the early two thousands, definitely. I yeah, think it of that time now. period. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. seemingly The yeah. Matrix. Well, in this case, uh, we're on a we're on a really low note, starting off the year really sad Why? because. Uh, Tim's gone, <laughs> but no, but also because uh, poor Morpheus is is taking a beating, it's right. taking a beating, and this is where we can actually get into the minute, you know? I think it's a, it's, it's right around that time. Tell us, Phil, what happens in this minute, I and what minute you. we're in. Minute 84. Oh. I was about to say 85. I messed that up. Gremlins came out in 84. Shout out to my way with it. Smith and Morpheus conclude their brutal fist fight in a staggering defeat for poor Morpheus. Smith barely gets a scratch on him and gets the SWAT to take him out. The rest of the crew escape from the sewer and Tank is distraught but gets a phone call. And that's our minute. Big old fight scene. Lots of... This is actually a pretty cool uh, battle. Oh, yes. I mean, this is... I think this is... How many times have we seen any kung fu battles that were, like, realistic other than... I don't think we've seen anything, have we? You mean in general or in the Matrix? In the Matrix, so, so far. far. We just saw the dojo fight. That's right. And the dojo fight, dojo fight was quite stylized. And it was it was a mm-hmm. sparring match between mm-hmm. our two heroes, so it wasn't... But in the Matrix, any... no, you really haven't seen... No, the only time he goes back to the Matrix is, um, you know, when, uh, when they go to get the Oracle. And so this is our first... This is our first uh, real tense fight, uh, mm-hmm. other than the one at the beginning with Trinity. Well, but and she also didn't find a fight yeah. that has um, actual uh, real story tension. Because like you mentioned, the, the dojo was just a sparring you know, yeah. session. But this is something mm-hmm. real that's happening within the story. And our heroes are really in danger, which makes the fight all the more intense, I think. And I, I, think, I think you were talking about... Uh, Kind of what this meant to me. This might be the first like brutal fight I remember seeing in a movie at this point in time. Yeah, especially with all this choreography. Well, actually, on. I think for me, one of my yeah. favorite aspects of this fight is that Morpheus is in this position where, you know, we had this this um, sort of buildup of mm-hmm, talking about mm-hmm. the agents, about how dangerous they are, about how people have died facing agents, about how you you can't even you know fathom you know uh, challenging. These agents. And so this is what we actually see. We see yeah, the we manifestation of these stories and legends of the <laughs> agents actually in the movie. And it shows just how Morpheus, you know, we all sort of 
I mean, we look up whether to you agree Tim's with this or not. not Tim's not here. Tim's not here. I was going to say, we all look up to Morpheus. Morpheus. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, Alex. But let's say, whether you agree or not, uh, you do kind of look up to Morpheus in the story, especially yeah, you if, do. if it's a first viewing. You do kind of like look and you see, oh, Morpheus is a sort of like wise sage, you know, a guide. And you think, you know, he's sort of like, Morpheus will get us out of these situations. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. In, in here, what we see is that Morpheus is so... He's already exhausted just battling the agents for like, I don't know, less than a minute, you know? And yeah. he already has his bloody nose and he's bleeding. You can tell that by the end of the battle, he can't even like, you know, make his moves fast enough to counteract Smith. Mm-hmm. And for Smith, it's just another, another job. job. Yeah. Just another human. Just exactly. another and human. So that, I, remember, I always remember watching this scene and thinking like, man, like this shows just how powerful these agents are. And that our human heroes are unfortunately as good as they are in their skills. Like Morpheus, uh, they're yeah. just they're humans, you know, and they can't they can't really match up, you know. By the way, look at that to these agents. You pause at a screen here, like you can see right up there that hole that Morpheus jumped out of. Pretty pretty high up there. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also great attention to detail. You see the window there. I don't know why there's a window in the in the bathroom to begin with, but it's it's uh it's bricked up because of the glitch. Oh, ah. uh, yeah. That's that's what that. That's where. That's why there's brick. Yeah. The... Oh man, I never noticed that ever. Mm. I was just looking at it now. That's wild. Pretty insane. Yeah. So this choreography was um, obviously done by uh, Yin Wu Ping and his associates uh, mm-hmm. during the production of the film, and uh, you know it took them quite a few months. Like I said, like the training for all the actors took about six. Right. Six months, I think, something like that, seven to sixty-eight months. I don't have any notes. Sounds like sixty-eight months. <laughs> sixty-eight months—that's a lot. Yeah, um, they could have they could have shot another movie. Um, I know, but look in, how in well between. it turned. But out. look how well it turned out. This is one of the prime <laughs> examples of why, like, this movie is special. I think because um, they actually had the actors trained mm-hmm. far enough to be able to perform these. You know, these pretty pretty intense stunts and uh, choreography. Mm-hmm. Um, so poor Morpheus, he poor gets completely, um, you know, his his skull probably suffered some damages hitting oh, yeah. the, the, the toilet, toilet seat. Yes, um, Alex, I don't know if you know this, but uh, for us, that, that shot with the toilet is always, the, like, it's that image that, that stays in our mind forever. It looks so painful. <laughs> Imagine hitting your head yeah, on the toilet does. seat, and then the toilet seat cracks. Uh, I mean, that's, that is some impact right there. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think, I can't think of too many cinematic fights that I would have seen at that time where the hero just gets pounded. Yeah. Like this. Well, especially like mainstream movies. Cause I don't know anything about like yeah. um, Kung Fu movies. Yeah. We're kind of, mm-hmm. we're completely illiterate when it comes to Kung I'm Fu. I'm not completely. Okay, I am okay. illiterate. You are okay. not completely. Not completely. You're semi. Semi. Illiterate. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Though. I don't know what movies have. The, on- yeah. the only one that comes to mind might be Terminator 2. Hey. Yeah. That's a good point. Cause Arnold does take a beating. In, he does. Uh, spoiler alert for a 20 odd year old movie. <laughs> Arnold does take a beating. At the hands of Robert Patrick at the end of that one. And that's actually a very good scene because it's again, it's similar to this. There's that tension. There's a lot of similarities with Terminator and the Matrix. But I think Terminator, I would argue Terminator has more more tension because that's at the end of the film, close to the end of the film, where this is still sort of in the middle-ish. But I think both of those fight scenes, they kind of have this interesting dynamic where 
as a moviegoer, you're thinking, of course our hero's going to win the fight. And then you're realizing, oh, no, he's outclassed. There's exactly. not going to be some clever deus ex machina to save him here. He's not going to... There's not some trick that the bad guy's going to miss. His hubris isn't going to get him. No. Our hero's going to get killed here. Mm-hmm. He's going to die. Well, that's what makes it so yeah. good, I think. Seems like this. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not even sure what's going to happen. And plus, when we couple that with... um. You know, like stuff the Oracle said and things like this. You sort of like go, hmm, oh, yes, the prophecy you know, what could happen. Yeah, the Oracle said that, you know, it's going to have either Morpheus's or Neo's own life, you know, on both hands. Which one is he going to pick? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. But it's always nice because in the Matrix, you always juggle between this, like, is it truth or is it not truth type of stuff, you know, with these scenes. You're not necessarily thinking about, like, what will the Oracle's outcome be? But you're thinking about, like, is the Oracle really saying the truth or is the Oracle really just... Winging it. Winging it. <laughs> Smith has this weird move near the beginning of the minute where he's laying on his back and it looks like he, I guess, hits the ground to kind of float to his yes, feet. Yes, that's so cool. That, I love it's it. It's cool, but it's the one <laughs> moment where he seems to, because basically the rest of the fight, he just seems to be a really strong, really fast guy. And is he hitting the ground so hard that he bumps himself up? I can't quite tell what's <laughs> happening here. Yeah, it's, it seems like it is. That is uh, one of the more oddball shots that uh, seem to reflect uh, and reference uh, kung fu films from you know Hong Kong more often than not. Because that I think that's a big trope uh, where it's in those types of films where the characters defy physics in a crazy way that is never explained in those films like i mean crutch and tiger is came after this but it also uses the same uh kind mm-hmm. of uh visual mm-hmm. visual uh language language um and i think that's a direct uh reference to those kinds of uh eastern uh, f- uh action film te- uh techniques or i guess or images elements elements so that that really that's great that you brought that up because that really does ring to me as one of those kinds of things where he's so powerful he actually just does whoosh, and he just rises up <laughs> i always thought it was just a robotic looking move yeah he's an agent mm. Mm. but there you go it makes sense in the movie it does definitely yeah. so as they continue fighting or you know just one of them gets well i have a question up. okay go for in terms of um cinematography there's a shot here where uh, Morpheus has a sort of um uh he he sort of rests his weight on one of his palms and does a little kicking move. Ah, the wide shot, yes. The wide shot. It looks so strange the lighting cuz look at how the light is so strong coming from the doorway. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of it, it never it never really gelled with the rest of the shots. Uh, it I guess felt very set like mm. to me. Anything mm. to comment on that? Shot? I don't know. <laughs> It is quite it is quite quite the odd uh, shot. Another one of those. See, this is what happens when you start deconstructing these things one minute at a time. You're just looking at every shot, and uh, it's all supposed to be going on in one yeah. flowing motion. I also like it. How, also, yeah, go ahead. That that move all that f- move that choice of of move and technique from him also feels somewhat out of place to me because everything mm-hmm. else he's doing is either you know, kind of very sort of rugged kickboxing or defending himself. Uh, The only other thing that's acrobatic out of Morpheus in this minute is when he jumps up to kind of hold on to the ceiling to avoid him. But even that, 
you can say the impetus is mm-hmm. him dodging Smith's attack, but that one is like a capoeira. <laughs> oh, you're move. right. It's that's yeah. like that's his only real kind of like fancy flourish. Yeah, in yeah, this right. fight, he's everything trying. else is he's really trying. Everything else is scrambling, self defensive, and that one is like feels like a show offy move. I don't <laughs> know if thinking it like completely oh, fits in with the rest of the fight. Like, I've tried all these different things. Let me try my special flashy move. Maybe uh, it'll uh, save yeah. me. Oh no, it didn't work. <laughs> oh no. Let me hit L2 and do a special. Nope. Yeah. Unfortunately not. Not working on this one. I like the use of um, dust in this scene. Yes. Uh, it's very, it adds a quality and a texture to the scene that uh, is intriguing. Because again, it makes it a little more, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, it really looks like those punches are really powerful yeah. too. Well, and plus because there's this mixture of this gritty, you know, like we have this human element, right? Uh the blood coming out of Morpheus's nose oh, yeah, mixed man. with this sort of, you know, gritty, uh, dirty, dusty plaster. hotel, yeah. mm. you know, ugly bathroom. And it's that mix that really makes the scene stand out, I think. Yes. Yeah. And again, mm-hmm. it, and also, you know, if you want to take it even further, it's like, you know, we're seeing Morpheus lose and to see him in the state, you know, all dusty and, you know, broken. Um, it's pretty bad for it's our hero. stuff's heroes. Oh boy. And he can't get out of it. That's the thing. Yeah. He can't get out of it. And he knows that. And we're seeing Morpheus because we've seen him so far being this really cool guy. Yeah. Walking around, you know, knowing what he's doing, having a plan. And here we are. Stuck <laughs> with him. Here, here we are. Agent Smith shows up. And of up course, all, all the rest of the guys, the crew, they're escaping, running away. There's no one to no one to save poor Morpheus. Mm. Poor Morpheus. Yeah. So in a in a in a last ditch effort, he just jumps up on the corner there and uh, tries to kick him a bit. But Agent Smith just grabs his leg and yeah, and that's it. It's over. Smith just brushes himself a little bit, stands up, and he's just. Smith says, "Take him, take him to his SWAT boys." Phil, can't you mention here? The the um, storyboard. Oh man, don't worry. I'm saving that okay. for after we analyze the whole minute. We're gonna go into the 1996 zone. Oh, okay. Again, zone. Alex. But in this case wasn't you didn't... 96, was it? Mm-hmm. The storyboard. Uh, oh no, it's not. But yeah, the storyboard has like like triple the amount of cops in the mm-hmm. whole room. Which reminds me, funnily enough, uh, similar to for those who know. Um, the sequence, the chase sequence in Star Wars Episode Four, where Han or just Star Wars or just Star Wars. <laughs> I'm just specifying so no one's okay, lost. Okay, okay, okay. I know because people go, "What the Last Jedi?" Uh, when uh, uh, Han Solo makes a sort of brave move to dash into the area where there's potentially, well, he doesn't know oh, if there's stormtroopers right. are there. This is in the Death Star. When they're saving Leia. Yeah, he's chasing the stormtroopers away. Ah! That's he's chasing the stormtrooper down the hall. Yeah. And he's just being brave. And says, I'm going to get this stormtrooper. And at the end of the hall, he's in, he encounters like eight stormtroopers. And he's like, right. oh, okay, never I'm leaving. Yeah. He forgets this plan. In the original release of Star Wars, there was like eight stormtroopers. Right. It's just like a dead end. Right. But in the special edition, which came right. out in 97, uh, they added like this entire army of stormtroopers hmm. in the background, which obviously was the intention I imagine, yeah. of what George was going for, but he couldn't do Allegedly. that at the time. Allegedly. <laughs> Either way, there's a difference. Yes. And it's interesting to compare that because here we have 
a similar thing where you look at the storyboard, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, the storyboard by Steve Scrubs. Like same kind of 90 degree angle too. Triple the amount of SWAT guys. Oh yeah, it's like 30. the whole room is just filled with, with SWAT guys. Which is a really cool visual. It is. But obviously, you know, when you go and make a movie like this, you don't, you just have, don't have infinite resources. Yeah. And so they have to resort to... A, a dozen. bundle of swatmen. But it still works. It still oh, works. Oh, it does. I'm just saying it's an interesting thing. Yeah. That it's... um And a visual they would kind of recycle in the second Matrix. Oh, you're Spoiler right. Alert. Remind me. Oh, don't worry. I think... I mean, it's obviously not a confined space, but at some point... Uh, spoiler alert, they, the, you know, 30 or 50 Smiths just pile on top of Neo to try oh, to Oh, right, 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 Yeah, huh. the same thing about that. That's true. Um, so maybe they were finally getting their chance. Their chance. I yeah. love that Although shot. those are, those are all CG, some obviously so. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, in this case, I think these are practical stuntmen in SWAT gear. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's the real it's deal. All, it's the real deal. <laughs> I just love that shot. I love that 90 degree shot of, you know, Morpheus just trying and then just getting knocked down and uh, you just get that, you know, wonderful. It's very comic book. Very comic book. Definitely. And then we have Tank sounding like he also has a cold. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) No. Do we think these SWAT guys are also computers or computer programs? I think the way that Smith is. So theoretically, though, if these are people in the Matrix and mm-hmm. hooked up to the Matrix who very much operate by the rules of the world, yeah, I guess Smith is just assuming I beat him up enough that he's not gonna, he's not gonna be able to take these guys. I mean, I think so. It it, it seems, I guess, plot convenient, or, or it doesn't wind it doesn't wind up uh, affecting the plot. But it sure seems like Smith would have been able to subdue him on his own better than these eight, ten guys would have. Well, I think, in my opinion, the idea is sort of, you know, Smith is taking on this um, uh, role of sort of... A government agent? Yes, a government agent. To them. Yeah, who, he does a certain amount of things, but ultimately he is the top of the the line when it comes to authority. So, you know, obviously for the smaller things, the SWAT's going to do the rest of the work. So, I think it'd be a bit odd if Agent Smith would do everything up to like carrying Morpheus back to the base. Also, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I I completely know what you're talking about, Alex, because um, I know that. Uh, I, but I don't know, like, logically in the world, how they're thinking, what was going on, or how Agent Smith is thinking that these guys can handle Morpheus. I think he is just well, look, beaten up. Enough. He's beaten up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but. Um, Story-wise, we established that the SWAT guys were fairly dangerous because they, you know, they killed Mouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they, they just. But I think it's safe them. to assume that Morpheus is so exhausted at this point and yeah. beaten up that yeah, really yeah. this is just to sort of, you know, take him in. Yeah. Transport him. Yeah. Also, that yeah. light that we were you were commenting about, Jake, the flashlight. The flashlight. It's the flashlight oh. from the agent that uh, got possessed by by Smith. <laughs> agent, agent that got possessed. What am I talking about? From the SWAT guy that got. Swat guy that got possessed. They got, uh, what's that word? Taken over? Word. Yeah, taken over, yeah. Overwritten? Yeah. Overwritten. Uh, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. And, and, uh, it the... was fun. I, I have a, a background in computer science. So oh, once I started, hey. once I started watching this movie, you know, many years later, I started, you know, going, oh, that's really clever. Like, have you guys, has anyone commented yet on the usage of the term agent? No. No. Yes, you can be our first guest. 
All right. So in artificial intelligence, an agent is, uh, to, to put it in layman's terms, an agent is something is uh, something that does something. Okay. Oh. Uh, if you're if you're talking about uh, so, for example, if you have an artificially intelligent thermostat, you know it would take in the stimulus, the stimuli of your environment, see that your room is whatever temperature, and mm-hmm. raise or lower its raise or lower the temperature accordingly. Oh. So that's that's what an agent is. Okay. So then, so I mean, it takes in takes in stimuli and performs actions. Okay. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's the technical term. Hey. Agent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And here they're agents, but they're also agents. Yeah, that they're, they're double, <laughs> double agents. Well, that's, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's some cool. cool stuff. Yeah. And Good. that one I, I I didn't I didn't get that reference until college. Do you have any other <laughs> uh, neat uh, references that you might recall? Uh, um did uh did we mention the fact that Neo's name Thomas that Anderson means son of man? Yeah, we talked yeah, about we, that. The other we day. got that one. We got that one. Um, that one's in the bag. Ah, oh well. It's okay. uh, if we if we think, I'm of sure any. there are more that I can't think of, but I'm I'm pretty sure Sentinel means something as well. But oh, I was going to ask about that. that one. Sentinel. Yeah. yeah, we had like wild guesses of like soldiers and things. Remember Sentinels? Yeah, back like in that. the day. Yeah, back Roman, in the day. Roman times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll think of some stuff if, if something comes to mind. Anyway. Uh, they're getting out of the manhole, which is an important thing because there's this whole scene that I would love to talk about in the 1996 zone, because there's this whole take scene that was taken out, uh, early on in the script, uh, and development phase, but they did, uh, draw storyboards for it as well. And I'll upload that on the Facebook, hopefully if I remember, because I keep forgetting, um, but yeah, uh, Alex, in case you didn't know, uh, me and... On this show, sometimes I go back to the 1996 draft and then the 1998 draft and talk about the differences and stuff that they take out. And in this case, there's a there's a pretty big scene, and then that, that's our little section, the 1996 zone. We also have a jingle that... Well, I think we can go to the 96 zone unless anyone else has anything to add to the minute. No, I think I'm good. I'm good, All too. Right. All right. Play the jingle. There it was, our good old jingle. Unfortunately, the Christmas jingle is gone. It's, it's gone. It's, 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 it's January oh, back now. Back to form, back to regular jingle. Yeah, sorry, Alex, just just wanted to let you know we, we put that in later. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, not, I figured that delusional. out. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not crazy. <laughs> um, all right, so, um, well, uh, Tell here's... Us, so what, all right, what information can you share? So, in the 1996 version... Um, what happens is uh, Morpheus is still there with them. Uh, the agent didn't put his hands into the, the wet oven. wall, <laughs> the oven in the wet wall, and he didn't, you know, strangle Neo. And Morpheus didn't actually uh, uh, retort yet. But they all kind of traveled down together, down to the to the basement. Wait, and wait, wait, back up. So this Morpheus... is wait, this is you know in the wet wall. Oh, I see. They all go together. They all go with together Morpheus. with Morpheus. Okay. And uh, Morpheus stops down uh, into the pipe that uh, that Trinity finds, you know, that little hatch that they all get into as they escape. So when they're at the bottom, mm-hmm. he and Trinity go. All of them go. Oh, they all open the little hatch or the manhole type yeah, thing. Yeah, and Morpheus is like, let's get down there. Okay. And this is what happens. I can read it from the script. Please. 
on the wet wall, Trinity was the one who was getting shot at through the through the wall. And so what she does is uh, Trinity finds her gun first. Bullet holes pop out of the wall. She strafes the room, sending cops diving for cover. Uh, they continue, Trinity exposed for a moment, when a creeping cop smashes a fist through and grabs a fistful of her hair. He starts to yank her out when Neo kicks, his bursting through the plaster and splintering lathe, knocking the cop out. They quickly sink out of sight. So now they're going down to the basement. In this part of the basement, a dark concrete cavern was the main mechanical room. There are four enormous boilers, dinosaur-like technology that once pumped hot water out like arteries. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good descriptions, these Wachowskis. Black and bloody, they squeeze out of the ceiling into the tangled web of pipes. Their enemies are waiting for them. Blinding lights cut open the darkness as gas-masked figures fire grenade launchers. And you remember that in the movie. Smoke blossoms from the green metal canisters. Morpheus never stops moving, searching the floor. He finds what he needs, the cover of the catch basin. Cypher watches him pry open the gate when a gas can bounces near him. Come on. Cypher seems to trip as the cloud envelops him. Mm. So now you, now you get envelops. the context. Yeah, envelops him. And now you get the context. So interior main deck. Uh, Cypher's body begins to shiver uncontrollably. And Tank says, nerve gas. Mm. The audience have to know that. So interior basement matrix day. Morpheus watches Cypher disappear into the smoke, then follows the others down the wet black hole. And then interior catch basin in the matrix obviously they they crawl through greasy black water in a three foot diameter pipe that feeds into the sewer drain so they're all in the water interesting and then uh interior basement uh gas masked apparitions find the open hole cypher is carried out in the the, this is exterior hotel lafayette so now this is exterior Mm -hmm. cypher is carried out handcuffed his body still shaking handcuffed yeah they caught him remember yeah but aren't they in on the whole thing that's the thing. We'll find out here. Uh, his body's still shaking, mucus bubbling out of his nose. As he, as he is led past Agent Smith, it almost seems that both men smile. Uh. Mm. Agent Smith says, we have them now. Interior, sewer, main. Neo punches out the screen, then spills down into the main water trough. Oily water forms around them as they wade across the man-made underground river towards the service catwalk. Neo is about to pull himself out when he sees them coming. Flashlights and laser sights sweep at them as cops in helmets and heavy armor, looking more machine than human, fill both ends of the tunnel. There's a single manhole cover above them. Morpheus whispers to Trinity, You have to get Neo out, understand? That's all that matters now. And then Trinity goes, Morpheus, don't. He must get out. Do you understand me? She nods. A font of water erupts as Morpheus leaps for the manhole ladder, his coat flying open like wings of a manta ray. And then cops are like, there he is, that's him. And then pools of lights wash over him as he hauls himself into the surface. He's heading for the street. And then Trinity urges the others to follow her, grabbing Neo. They wade quickly, I mean quietly away from the chaos. And then exterior street, Morpheus shoots out of the sewer, but the police are waiting for him. Uh, And there's like a lot of descriptions, but I'll just say it in, you know, just to save time, I'll just say that he's surrounded by like a gazillion cops all around the manhole morpheus is out there and then uh agent smith shows up there mm-hmm. outside so that's the that's the scene that where trinity's coming out of at the end of our minute mm-hmm. out of the manhole that's supposed to be where all these cops are surrounded morpheus and morpheus gets out and then agent smith uh has this little tranquilizer dart gun it's like supposed to look like one of those high-tech guns that you know like the one that took out the bug or 
the other thing mm-hmm. and then you know tries to shoot at morpheus but nothing really happens and then he's like then he says um this is outside already yeah right? yeah morpheus uh confronts smith and then he goes you know so we meet at last and you are smith i am agent smith you look the same to me Right? And then Agent Smith says, I've been waiting for this moment. And then faster than a snake spits, Morpheus cracks Smith with a jaw-breaking right. Wow. And then Morpheus goes, oh, so have I. And then Agent <gasps> Smith smiles. And then they have this big, huge fight. And uh, it's pretty cool. You should check out the storyboards. He uses a manhole cover to, like, frisbee uh, Agent Smith into one of the SWAT vans. Wow. And uh, all the cops jump on him, and he's fighting all these cops. And and then eventually he loses, of course, and then uh, the scene continues as normal. So that's what I've been wanting to talk about. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Addition. So essentially, yeah. the entire scene is the same, really content-wise. But just terms, with... Well, not content-wise, but um, w- what happens, what events happen. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of extended in a way, and we're in a different location. If only they shot it. That would be such a great gem of, an, so of there, a deleted yeah. scene. That'd be so weird. Do you think it would help? It wouldn't have been bad. It wouldn't have been bad. I mean, the movie's a really brisk two and two hours thirteen minutes, and yeah. this would have just what added maybe five or maybe three. Yeah, and I think that it would have also extended the whole scene of them coming back from the oracles. Mm-hmm. What happens? Because this is pretty quick. Yeah, if you think about it. He gets captured and boom, you know. Yeah, but I guess it makes sense because they have to get to other stuff as well. Uh, one more thing. Uh, at the end, um, Agent Smith uh, beats him, and he goes. And then he says, you can't win. And then uh, Morpheus smiles. Already have. Dun, dun, dun. I have no idea what he's talking what about. What do you mean by that? We'll have to find out next time. On The Matrix 1996. <laughs> yes. And uh, that concludes our, our episode. I was, yeah. I was just going to say, before we conclude the episode, I bet you a producer looked at that scene and said, come up with something that's not a sewer. Because <laughs> shooting in water sucks. Oh, that sounds very plausible. That sounds like Joel Silver. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> classic Joel. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I think that's it for minute eighty four, January first, twenty eighteen. So I think this calls for just a little bit of promotion. Anyone who's new listening, welcome to the Matrix Minute, welcome. the podcast where we dissect every minute of the Matrix, or uh, try to in like a really basic. We way. talk about each minute. Let's put it that way. Yes. Um, the best place to find us is uh, thematrixminute.one. Everything is there. You can find all the links, the goodies. Go to Facebook, go to our and group. And to all of our listeners who's, who have kept up till now, we thank you so much for, for hanging yeah, out, for listening. Putting, putting up with our and, shenanigans. And uh, just being listeners. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Yep. And Alex, and thank you, Alex, of course, very much thank you, Alex, for, for coming in so uh, so notice. speedily at late notice uh, to just to help yeah. us out, help us out for January 1st. Yes. And, uh, and please times. let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, yeah, you can find me on the podcast Galaxy Quest Minute, uh, much like this one, except for the movie Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Uh, as of, I believe, this episode's release, we are about a third of the way through the movie, so it's Very not nice. too daunting if you want to kind of binge and catch up. And we're available on all your various podcatchers, as well as on Twitter uh, and Facebook. Just search for us, you can find us there. Exactly. Go search that up. Galaxy Quest <laughs> Minute! Okie dokie. Um, thanks everyone. I love and that. We'll movie. catch you on Wednesday for a new episode with Alex again. 
Yeah. Alex is coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, sweet. <laughs>